Welcome to another episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. This week, excited to sit down with Dan Peterson. Dan is Vice President of Industry and Government Affairs for Cook Medical Group. Dan, uh, great to see you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Good to see you, Greg. Uh, we always start, uh, Dan, give us a little uh, background. You've been at Cook for a number of years, but go back uh, a few years before that. Uh, give us a little background on Dan Peterson. Ah, yeah. Well, I've been at Cook for 30 years, actually. So uh, celebrating 30th year this year. Uh, pretty much a lifer at Cook. Uh, came to them uh, after a couple of uh, different educational experiences at uh, at Indiana University in Bloomington, mm-hmm. both uh, undergrad and MBA, and actually was at the IU School of Medicine as well. So, yeah. uh, finally, finally got a real job, and <laughs> luckily uh, landed at Cook with a good yeah. combination of my background and interests. Are, are you great. a Hoosier? Native I'm a Hoosier, Hoosier, Fort Wayne. Absolutely. Okay, Northeast yeah. Indiana. Northeast. Very good. Yeah. Well, you know, you're our, actually our first uh, guest to the podcast from Cook. Uh, I think everybody knows the Cook name. It is not only now a global company, but what I think is so interesting is that as you look at Cook, it, it, it's, its roots are really a great entrepreneurial Hoosier success story. Absolutely. Uh, Bill Bill and Gail were consummate entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. great story uh, and evolution of the company along with the evolution of medicine. Mm-hmm. Talk about that growth and in, in from those uh, humble uh, early be- uh, beginnings sure. and what, what Cook has grown into. Yeah. Um, you know, Bill got an idea. Um, he knew he wanted to be an entrepreneur, knew he wanted to start his own company. Long story short, he got an idea about uh, a technology or a technique that was going to revolutionize medicine. He learned about it from his cousin, and it was called the Seldinger Technique, which allowed for a minimally invasive approach and access to the vascular system uh, versus having to make an incision mm-hmm. and cut down. So he got in on the front end and uh, recognized a couple of lucky breaks um, and um, in a couple of folks he met at one of the first meetings he went to, a Dr. Dotter, who ended up becoming the kind of the revolutionary mm-hmm. um, thought leader in the United States, at least, and globally around minimally invasive medicine. So he's lucky enough to link up with him. And, and from that, that original, he was the he was the person who made the products, if you will, that mm-hmm. Dotter and these other uh, innovators from mm-hmm. a medical procedural standpoint needed. Mm-hmm. And as the field grew and evolved and, and improved, Bill was right there and uh, along the way with some others to uh, grow the technologies that supported those physicians. So started as a very core, minimally invasive medical device in uh, company uh, with just a few employees and have grown it, followed medicine. So the, mm-hmm. the minimally invasive approach was early on was just in the vascular space and it's since spread to every part of the body. So laparoscopic surgery, all those things had their, their roots, mm-hmm. if you will, in this minimally invasive uh, approach. So grown to today to a company of just shy of 13,000 wow. people worldwide, privately owned still. Mm-hmm. Mainly a med device company, but the evolution of the technology has allowed us to uh, expand and, and take advantage of, 
of great opportunity in other aspects of, of mm-hmm. medicine. Talk about your global company, but talk about the footprint in particular here in Indiana. Sure, yeah. Global company, we've got, uh, of that 13,000 worldwide, uh, you know, uh, we've got about 10,000 of those people that are in the United States, and of that, close to 8,000 here in Indiana. So we're a Bloomington-based company. That's our headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly our the biggest part of our company is, is based in, in, in Indiana, and we've got facilities in Bloomington, of course, but then we also have uh, facilities in West Lafayette and, and a small facility here in Indianapolis down in the, mm-hmm. the newly developing 16 Tech mm-hmm. Arena. Yep. Uh, Indiana continues to be uh, a leading state in the life sciences and also ag, agriculture, uh, together at the ag bioscience space. From a cook perspective, do you see collaborative leadership opportunities as, as you look at that? Sure. Um, I think there's examples to, to look at and mm-hmm. talk about uh, already and, and certainly more to come. Um, I think if you look at one example that comes to my mind m- most immediately is the is the evolution of the IBRI, the Indiana Bioscience Research Institute. And while uh, that is still a growing and, and early uh, uh, adventure, if you will, with lots of great opportunity, one of the, one of the things to, to look at there is the early – uh, work that was done to look at the technology um, opportunities that would be aligned with the IBRI included leadership from the Eli Lilly and Roche and and Dow Agro at the time or now Corteva right. and it was interesting in some of those early explorations the some of the early you know uh, molecules and proteins that they were looking mm-hmm. at uh, a, a common uh, interest if you will. There was common interest on Lilly's side as well as common interest on Dow at the time side. Mm So, you know, there's a lot more potential, I think, than perhaps people realize. So Mm -hmm. um, and Cook's got our history with with uh, Mm -hmm. with that in a couple of interesting Mm -hmm. ways. You mentioned uh, 16 Tech in a a presence there, the the IBRI. Uh, As you look at that 16 Tech Innovation District, in your view, what does that represent? It's a big talent play, I know, to keep talent, to attract talent here. What do you sees the potential for 16 Tech here in Indianapolis. Oh, I think it's absolutely huge, and that's why we're excited about being there um, and excited about seeing others uh, come to that space. So it's to me, it's a convergence. Obviously, it's a live, work, play mm-hmm. um, example, if you mm-hmm. will, and a, and a strategy, but it builds upon the unique uh, partners that are there and that can be there from from within the Indiana technology and life sciences uh, and, and ag biospace potentially. So it's that convergence along with the fact that the university, IUPUI and the School of Medicine, mm-hmm. of course, from our side of things is there. And and uh, I, I think there will be lots of great examples mm-hmm. of, of how we bring those that convergence together there. Talk about some of the innovations uh, from Cook that that do actually touch the ag bioscience sector. You've made strides uh, in this intersection of of uh, production and animal right. agriculture and, and human health, for example. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of really interesting stories. So I mean, I probably start with the oldest one first, in a sense, and and this is one that is perhaps less known, um, but for decades, Cook has been a, a leader in in vitro fertilization products mm-hmm. globally. We have one of the most complete and 
top-level lines of complete lines of, of IVF-related uh, technologies. And all of that came from our early efforts, actually out of our Australian facility. Uh, and a lot of that work early on was done in animals, in horses and, and mm-hmm. other other uh, farm and, and other types of animals. I, I think it was horses in particular. But the point is, um, that early uh, engagement there mm-hmm. allowed us to grow that technology and then be part of the um, expansion of that into humans. So that's that's the oldest. I think the 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 um, probably the ones that are of most note mm-hmm. right now are certainly our efforts out of West Lafayette mm-hmm. around a material that was actually discovered at, at Purdue or, or under, uh, categorized at Purdue uh, that uses the uh, hog small intestine uh, submucosa as a it's an extracellular matrix that. Uh, has some really interesting properties when mm-hmm. uh, used in the body to help the tissue regenerate itself. And mm-hmm. so we've had that technology, had the rights to that technology for a number of years and have a company called Cook Biotech, which mm-hmm. uses that, that layer of the hog intestine to uh, to do some really amazing things from a healthcare mm-hmm. standpoint, treatment of, of uh, disease. You mentioned Purdue and obviously your proximity to Indiana University. Uh, how important are those connections and collaborations to the great academic institutions that are here sure absolutely i think um yeah they're critical um for a number of reasons i think um especially as we talk about in my mind as we talk about some of the convergence of the technology and and opportunity between the different sectors between the technology sector between the ag sector ag bio sector between the life sciences sector uh, that innovation, which often happens on the edges of traditional disciplines, mm-hmm. um, is typically not something that's going to be done by any one company or one organization individually. It's going to come through collaboration. Mm-hmm. And that early innovation from a basic science and then applied science mm-hmm. uh, is going to come from the great partnership between research universities and organization companies that will help take that technology through mm-hmm. to the market. So that. I just can't overemphasize yeah. how for that this next generation of mm-hmm. of technology that really builds upon strengths in in different mm-hmm. sectors uh, that collaboration in the research universities being a part of that are critically important. Switching now to talent, uh, uh, there are other talent needs beyond traditional R and D that are critical certainly to a twenty first century workforce uh, that is focused on innovation. At, at Cook, how do you approach that next generation talent, and in what disciplines uh, do you think a lot of this talent is going to come uh, from for you in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's ever evolving, but it's we've seen the patterns here for a while now. Certainly, there's scientific expertise and research expertise but uh anymore you know we're a technology company we're a technology enabled Mm -hmm. industry so the it uh, related technology um, disciplines are critically important and we have to work hard to to recruit and and retain talent uh, Mm -hmm. both in indiana and in our individual companies around Mm -hmm. that everything is is tech enabled Uh, the data around everything we do in in our industry in medicine and life sciences is you know a a huge part of our ability Mm -hmm. to to um, evolve healthcare to be more personalized and, and predictive and uh, targeted and, and increase mm-hmm. the therapeutic rate. So that piece is big. Regulatory 
areas are, have, have been and continue to become more and more challenging across the globe. So the talent we need from mm-hmm. a, a regulatory expertise, training and education expertise around products is, is huge. But I think as much as anything, what we have to be able to do and what we're working really hard to do is, um, is develop that next generation, work with partners to help develop that next ge- generation of talent, and then get them into Cook and really work with them as partners to help them uh, advance their own continued education and, and knowledge and career pathways. We're spending a lot of time on that. So we have to retract mm-hmm. and, and recruit, but the key mm-hmm. is really retaining them and growing them where they want to go and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and be alongside with that partnership with them. Dan Peterson is the Vice President of Industry and Government Affairs for Cook Medical Group uh, based in Bloomington. Dan, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks, too, for your leadership on so many areas, Agrinovus uh, and beyond for the state of Indiana. My pleasure. Thanks, Gary. All right, Dan. And thank you for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science Podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. A reminder, you can keep up to date with Agrinovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at agrinovusin.com. Also finding them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share egg bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.